In January 2015, 14-year-old Cassidy Nurse moved to a brand new school in Cape Town, South Africa. It didn't take her long to make friends. Cassidy was bubbly and outgoing, and she had something in common with someone who already attended Zwayanswick High School. Although she didn't know it at the time, when she was first introduced to 17-year-old Mache Solomon, the two girls felt an instant connection despite their three-year age difference. Neither girl could explain this connection, but there was something outwardly clear to the both of them and other girls in their social circle. Cassidy and Mache bore a striking resemblance to one another. After several weeks of bonding, talking about their similarities, and taking selfies together, Cassidy finally shared a photo of her new friend with her parents, Mornay and Celeste. Celeste immediately asked Cassidy a very important question. What was Mache's birthday? Welcome everyone, this is Dying to be Found, The Dash, and you're listening to the story of Zephanie Nurse. Hi everyone, this is Deb from Dying to be Found. Before we get started, I just wanted to say that episodes contain disturbing discussions on harmful acts and crimes against animals and or humankind. Recordings are not intended for young or sensitive audiences due to the content nature of this podcast. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hi everyone, this is Deb, your host from the true crime podcast, Dying to be Found. Welcome to my little mini-series called Dying to be Found the Dash, where I like to bring a little bit of hope with some inspiring outcomes in these episodes. Today is your lucky day. You get just me, where even I don't know what to expect until I start editing. In the meantime, be sure to leave a five-star rating, because that really does help with visibility in the podcast world. I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that Cassidy Nurse and Mache Solomon quickly became friends at Zwayanswick High School, despite their age difference. They even had an ongoing joke where, when people commented on how much they looked alike, they said they were sisters from a different life. Cassidy later described the very first time she had met Mache after her friends insisted that she meet the new girl at school. And when she finally did, Cassidy could not believe her eyes. She felt she was looking in the mirror with a girl three years her senior. Cassidy and Mache instantly became friends. It wasn't until January 2015 when Cassidy Nurse showed her mother that picture of herself and her new friend that had recently moved to town and was now attending the same high school. Celeste took one look at that picture where two teenage girls were smiling and posing, then immediately asked Cassidy if she happened to know if Mache was born on the 30th of April, 1997. Cassidy did not have an answer right away, but the next time she spoke with Mache, she asked just that. To her surprise, Mache said yes, her birthday was the 30th of April, 1997. To get a picture of what happened, we need to rewind back to spring of 1997. Celeste Nurse had just checked into Groot Schur Hospital in Cape Town, South Africa. If this name sounds familiar, it should, because Groot Schur Hospital is known for performing the world's very first heart transplant back in 1967. And here's what happened in 1997. Celeste entered the hospital's maternity ward and gave birth to a baby girl on April 30th, 1997. The new parents named their daughter Zephanie. 
when Celeste lay sleeping, a woman dressed as a nurse quietly entered the maternity ward, wrapped baby Zephanie up in a blanket, and walked out of the building undetected. This baby was Zephanie Nurse, or whom we know as Mache Solomon, Cassidy Nurse's new friend at Zwianswick High School. It's not clear how long it was before anyone realized that Zephanie was missing before her abduction was reported. It's also not clear who reported this incident. What we do know is that according to family members, this was a very devastating time for Mornay and Celeste Nurse. The couple had just become new parents and they were already grieving for the loss of a daughter, which could only be described as worse than death. Although it was difficult, Mornay and Celeste continued searching for baby Zephanie endlessly. They also made a conscious effort to celebrate her birthday on April 30th for the next 17 years. Local businesses even donated a giant birthday cape to keep Zephanie's name alive. Now that we know that Zephanie and Mache are one and the same, I will be referencing Zephanie as Mache for the remainder of this episode, as I believe that this is the name that she has chosen to keep with to this day. Fast forward to January 2015, where Cassidy had shown her parents Mache's photo. This is where everything changed. Cassidy's parents couldn't let go of the fact that there was a striking resemblance between Cassidy and Mache. According to the BBC, Mache was called to the front office at her high school a few weeks after Cassidy had shown her mother that picture. Two social workers were waiting to speak to Mache when she reported to her headmaster. Mache was told the unfolding events in detail, including when she had been abducted from Groot Sure Hospital in 1997. Taking all of this in, Mache was adamant that she wasn't even born at Groot Sure. Instead, she told the social workers that she was born in a completely different hospital not far away and that Retreat Hospital was listed on her birth certificate. The social workers continued to investigate but found no record of Mache being born in Retreat Hospital. This is when they asked Mache if she would be willing to take a DNA test. Mache was hesitant at first, likely due to shock, but also because she had grown up in a loving household. She adamantly denied that her parents could do anything so sinister as to kidnap her as an infant. Mache eventually consented, and within 24 hours of providing her DNA, her life was turned upside down. The test had come back positive, confirming that Mache was not who she thought she was. Instead, Mache had discovered that she was indeed Zephanie Nurse, who had been abducted from Groot Sure Hospital 17 years earlier when she was just three days old. So let's talk about the events that led up to baby Zephanie's abduction, who we now know is Mache. According to Michael Solomon, the man Mache grew up knowing as her dad, his wife Lavona had been pregnant in 1997. After interviewing him extensively, it was clear to authorities that he knew nothing about this abduction because he was just as distraught as Mache over the unfolding events and even denied that any of this could be true. As far as Michael was concerned, Lavona had a normal pregnancy. As the investigation continued, Michael and police theorized that Lavona had suffered a miscarriage, then covered this up by abducting baby Zephanie and bringing her home to call her own. 
This conclusion was reached after Michael explained that he had returned home one day and Lavona had told him that she had just given birth to Mache alone at home. It's not clear if Michael was out of town, given the fact that Zephanie was three days old when she was abducted from the hospital. For almost two decades, the nurse family eventually moved on to have three more children, but never gave up looking for their firstborn. Unfortunately, the nurses eventually divorced, but still stayed in touch to celebrate Zephanie's birthday every year on April 30th. Let's talk about the discovery process. This is not the first time that we've told a story of child abductions from hospitals here on Dying to be Found the Dash, nor is it the first time we've mentioned that these children grew up a short distance away or possibly in the same community as the grieving family. This case is no different. Zephanie grew up as an only child only three miles or five kilometers away from the nurses. She played on the same soccer field with her dad just across the street from the nurse's own home. Fast forward to 2015, Mornay Nurse, Zephanie's biological father, was at a local fast food restaurant when he saw his daughter Cassidy sitting with her new friend Mache. He could not get past the striking resemblance of the two girls and decided to contact the police with his suspicions. Mache soon had to face not only the devastating news that she was abducted, but that the woman that she knew as her mother had just been arrested to face charges. Mache was eventually reunited with all members in the nurse family, but that did not mean that she was receptive. After all, she had grown up in a loving home with two parents whom she still had a lot of love for. Mache did sympathize with the nurse family but they were strangers to her. Now, Mache was still considered a minor when she discovered her true identity. Because she was still 17, Mache ended up living in a safe house after Lavona Solomon was arrested and Michael Solomon was being investigated. After Michael was cleared of any wrongdoing, Mache returned to live with whom she knew as her father as both patiently awaited the day that Lavona would one day return home. In August 2015, Lavona Solomon was sent before the judge on charges associated with kidnapping and fraudulently claiming to be the mother of a child. According to the BBC, Lavona adamantly denied these charges or any wrongdoing. In fact, Lavona stated that she was approached at a local train station in 1997 and solicited to buy an infant for 50 pounds or 62 US dollars. That's 997 pounds or 2,271 US dollars in today's currency. The person who allegedly approached Lavona went by the name of Sylvia, who told the tale that a baby that she had in her possession had been born to a young, unwed mother who was willing to give the baby up for adoption. According to Lavona, Sylvia was also prepared to help her with the baby's birth certificate. The judge considered Lavona's story of Sylvia and the incident at the train station to be far-fetched, stating that Lavona's accounts were simply a fairy tale that was fabricated by Lavona after her arrest. As with the birth certificate, there was no evidence to suggest that Sylvia ever existed. One witness who testified at Lavona's trial swore under oath that she had witnessed a woman dressed as a nurse carrying an infant through the hospital back in 1997 and even positively identified Lavona as the perpetrator during a lineup at the police station. 
Ultimately, Lavona Solomon was sentenced to 10 years behind bars after being found guilty of kidnapping, fraud, and violating South Africa's Children's Act. The purpose of the Children's Act is to protect children's rights and to provide a thorough definition of parental responsibilities and rights. According to the courts, Lavona did not uphold her responsibilities when she claimed to be Mache's biological mother. In July 2022, Lavona Solomon finally admitted publicly that she was the mastermind behind Zephanie's kidnapping and was fully responsible for her abduction in 1997. The nurse family's response to this was that they waited a long time for this confession. Mache also stated that she had waited just as long to hear the truth. So, what is Mache's take on all of this? After all, she was 17 when she discovered her own true identity. Mache first struggled between what she knew growing up in a stable household and getting to know her new family. She contemplated living with her birth mom, Celeste, but in the end decided against it. Mache visits Lavona in prison regularly, driving 75 miles or 120 kilometers one way. On her first visit, Mache confronted Lavona, asking why she would take a baby from an innocent family and robbing not only them, but Mache of a different path in life. Lavona held strong at that time to her innocence of all charges until 2022, when she did finally admit that she had indeed abducted baby Zephanie in 1997. In January 2023, Lavona was put up for parole, but was denied. In July 2023, Lavona will receive another parole hearing, but according to South Africa's News 24, she will need to undergo a victim-offender dialogue process and other assessments before she is released. Both the Solomon and Nurse families will be allowed to attend any parole hearings. In 2019, Zephanie wrote a book about her experiences. She pays particular attention to her relationship with her biological father. In this book, Zephanie states that she's not able to form a true relationship with Mornay like she was with Michael Solomon. Although the discovery process was difficult when building a relationship with the nurse family, Mache now has only good things to say. In part, she recently married and now has two children of her own. Mache openly admits that being a mum herself has opened her mind to what the nurse family had gone through. She continues to have a good relationship with Michael Solomon, the man that she knows as her father, and was cleared of any knowledge or wrongdoing in this case. Mache and Cassidy are just as close now as they were then when they first met on that fateful day in 2015 when Cassidy was told that she just had to meet the new girl in school who looked exactly like her. And that's the story of Zephanie Nurse, or as she's known today, Mache Solomon. I would love to know your thoughts on this storyline, so be sure to DM me on Instagram, or better yet, give me a five-star review. If you have a storyline you would like to hear specifically on Dying to be Found the Dash, let me know that too. If you are a true crime podcaster and want to be highlighted on an episode of The Dash, be sure to click on the links in my show notes to see my contacts. Shoot me an email and I'll send you more information. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Dying to be Found, true crime podcast and our Dash mini series. Every week, 
we'll bring you a variety of true crime episodes, a little dash of hope, plus special bonus episodes with some really cool guests. Before we go, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and give us a five-star review. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Dying to Be Found, or visit our website at dyingtobefound.com, spelled just like you see in our logo. Better yet, click on our Linktree account found in the show notes where you'll find all the information in one place. Be sure to dash in every Wednesday for our mini episodes, plus every Thursday when I get together with some of my family members. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon.